Recording. Awesome. In three. Oops. <laughs> In three, two. On today's episode of Mouthful of Marvels, there isn't an episode of Mouthful of Marvels. Welcome to Pimisodes, everybody. <laughs> So, uh, I have a special guest on today's uh, Pimisode, which you can uh, see by the title of this Pimisode. We're discussing Luke Cage, It's Another Binge Than Purge, and who better to have on this episode, or Pimisode rather, than our uh, sister uh, podcast, if I may call you a sister podcast. Sure, uh, that's fine. <laughs> the Purge, uh, Chris Henderson. Hello. Hey, this is Chris Henderson. He does a podcast called The Purge. And we're doing the Binge Then Purge episode of Luke Cage. Uh, and real quick, what your show is about is um, uh, you go through different, like... Uh, Do you want me to, d- to describe go it? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my show, we uh, watch an insane amount of television in a very short period of time and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, basically, we're counting down all the uh, Netflix original series. From what I think is the worst to what I think is the best. Uh, obviously, Luke Cage is a Netflix original series, so uh, You'll cover I've that watched one? it. I watched it right away, a couple of days, and now we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Marvel's Daredevil. Did yeah. you did you do both seasons? Yeah. Okay, great. Are I have we... watched every episode of every show. There you go. I, I caught Luke Cage like within two days of it releasing. Okay, yeah, awesome. I uh, It took me uh, four days, and like it wasn't the weekend that it released, but I watched it in four days. Because you don't care about Luke Cage. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I had a I had a fiancé's mom in town. Uh, one of my fiancé's moms was <laughs> <laughs> in town. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Is, uh, since this is a episode, I'm going to be uh, pushing things along and uh, keeping it tight. Are we eating chips during this uh, episode, (laughs) or was that a joke? (laughs) That was a joke. We do have chips here. Uh, Just attempt us. We will not be eating them uh, for the sake of the listeners. Uh, But let's start with the story arc. What is Luke Cage about? Uh, (laughs) It's a a superhero origin story, sort of. Sure, sort of. When the the show starts, he does have his powers, but he's not really using them. He has his powers before in another series. Yeah, in Jessica Jones. He's been introduced in another series, and I love that that Marvel does this with their characters, introducing them in other content. They did it with Black Panther and Spider-Man in Civil War, and they're doing it with their Netflix characters, too. I think it's great. Punisher is getting his own series now uh, because of the success that that Punisher had in Daredevil. And I, I think it's so much smarter. Um, and so he already has his powers, and then we get his origin story in a flashback instead yeah. of us being forced to watch another origin story. Yeah. He has the powers, but he's not really using them at the beginning until uh, – and we're not worried about spoilers, right? No, we are – sorry. Yeah, we are not worried about spoilers. Spoiler alert. So dude that runs a barbershop, I forget – I don't know any of the characters' names except Luke Cage because his name's in the title. I'll see if show. I can remember. Uh, I have a really hard time with character names in anything I watch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, guy who runs a barbershop gets killed, and that's kind of the impetus for the story. That's what starts. Pop. Sure. And then Luke Cage is like, well, I have a responsibility. I have these powers. Kind of the whole Mm Spider-Man. Great responsibility comes with great power comes great responsibility, right? Right. Um, And so he's like, well, I got to do something about this. Um, He's battling this uh, crime lord who's basically a gun runner, no drugs. And we learned that in the, another flashback that like drugs are like not part of this. Right. We're fine with arms. We're not okay with drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do we want to tell the whole plot? You know what? Yeah, let's just do a, a just like if you were telling somebody, yeah, if you wanted to save them the time of oh, watching okay. an entire series, catch them up so that they can watch the Defenders. Uh, so yeah, this superhero uh, decides to. Uh, live up to his responsibility that was kind of inspired by the impetus from this guy who died yeah uh the, the barber shop owner pop um and then he's fighting this uh this uh yeah crime lord named uh cottonmouth cornell stokes yeah he cottonmouth. doesn't like being called does cottonmouth. not like being co- called cottonmouth uh cornell stokes uh and then uh, they kill off the bad guy and introduce another set of... Six episodes in. Six episodes in, they kill off Cornell Stokes, uh, and then they introduce... Well, we've always seen um, his cousin, Mariah, uh, who is called Black Mariah from the comic books. She happens to be African-American. Uh, that was probably racist, uh, <laughs> unintentionally racist. Back or when it was, was written originally. Yeah, or it was intentionally racist. Uh, but yeah, her, her that character's name is Mariah. She kills off her cousin, uh, kind of like unearthing this evil that like she's been trying to fight because um, her grandma was kind of this big uh, crime lord, Mama Mabel, and she was trying to not be a part of that. Oh, was that her grandmother? I think so, because they were cousins. I thought that was her aunt and Luke. Uh, not and Cottonmouth's mother, but uh, I don't know. Influential, doesn't m- matter. figure, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so uh, she's trying to avoid this history, but it eventually comes out of her, and it's kind of egged on by this other character named Shades. He wears sunglasses even when it's dark, uh, and so he, uh, she kind of uh, comes to uh, the villainous fruition that is kind of her destiny. Uh, and then we also find are introduced to the other villain, Diamondback, mm-hmm. who is revealed to be Luke Cage's half brother. Yes. Um, and then Luke Cage defeats Diamondback. All the while, we're learning about the character development of Luke Cage, how he got his superpowers, why he is who he is. Uh, I mean, yeah. So that's kind of the overall story. Like, if you were watching The Defenders, just know that Luke Cage has unbreakable skin. He got his powers from a, a science experiment on uh, prisoners when he was wrongfully accused of a crime that he didn't commit. Do you know what that crime was? No. And it uh, did they brush I, over that on purpose? Well, it certainly looked like he that was about to, set up to be explained in season two. Okay. Uh, they may have told us what it was, and I missed it. But yeah, if you also that. missed it, chances missed are they that. didn't really explain. <laughs> if both of us missed it, chances are they didn't explain it, or at least not very well. Yeah. Other characters of note to know: um, Simone Missick was that her name? Detective. Oh, the detective. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's the actress's name. It's Misty Knight. Detective Misty Knight. Yes. Uh, she uh, is following Luke Cage and like trying to be the good cop in this um corrupt system um and there's a lot of commentary on diversity on uh police power um uh yeah and just uh, the usual uh, like crime involved in the police uh specifically with the the topics that we're talking about with police uh with racial like uh profiling mm-hmm. um so that's kind of the commentary that there is of that uh, and Rosario yeah. Dawson's back in this show. That's she's right. been in Jessica Jones and uh, Daredevil, mm-hmm. and she's back now playing the same character, Claire Temple. Um, this it seems like she's a the, nurse, right? Yeah, she is a nurse, and she's uh, kind of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's. There's a character in the comics named Night Nurse. 
Um, but Night Nurse, her real name is uh, the character that Rachel McAdams is playing in Doctor Strange, so they're taking a different direction with Night Nurse uh, by having a different character be that, have that uh, moniker. Do you want to know something I like? Yes. I like the fact that when Infinity War was announced, you saw all the names of these Netflix heroes in the cast. I so Jessica Jones is going to be in it, and Daredevil oh, is going to be in it, and great. Luke Cage is going to be in it. I'm behind on my Marvel news, so I, that's great. I was going to be very disappointed if they just left these people off. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. You know this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I do like the intersecting worlds and the fact they're creating this universe that crosses over. Yeah. Uh, and I would have been really disappointed if they left those people off. Yeah. Uh, I think even some of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are in it. But that, that, that I'm not sure because I watched like three episodes and it was terrible. Well, sure. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> you are on Mike's side. Um, <laughs> on most of these movies. Yeah. Well, I hope if not. Yeah, I've listened to your show and I side with, I side with Mike Grover, who I've never met, uh, on most things. If they're bringing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in at all, I hope they save that for Inhumans and they bring uh, uh, Daisy Jones into that. You don't know that. I don't know You don't who know who is. Daisy Jones is? She no. was called Sky in the first episodes that you watched, but now she's Daisy Jones uh, and she's an Inhuman. So I hope that she brings, uh, they bring her into Inhumans rather than uh. Infinity War. That's what I hope. Can I tell you what I liked about Luke Cage? Please do. Okay. This is what I liked Luke Cage for the same reason I liked Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Was like the whole world isn't in peril. It's this, it's this small burrow. subsection of the population. Yeah. And Daredevil almost did that, but it was like a bigger scope because there was this like uh, army of ninjas They're or whatever. mysticism, absolutely. And it was bigger. Mm-hmm. But Jessica Jones... And Luke Cage kept it very tight to this one community and this one story. The story yeah. was so much more focused than yeah. you see in a lot of uh, comic book inspired stuff. Absolutely. And I think that uh, that is something that separates them from other comic book franchises uh, because it seems like – and Marvel does this in their big movies too. It's uh, the greater scope is the A plot and then the personal scope is the B plot. Mm-hmm. Where it seems they switch that with the Netflix shows, the personal yeah. stakes with Jessica Jones, it's her like uh, dealing with like being manipulated like against her control, feeling so out of control against this man. Um, with uh, Daredevil, it's this guy who's trying to make the best of his personal city, um, and with Luke Cage, it's him coming to terms with his brother, with his past, and trying to. Uh, do the best with what he has mm-hmm. and try to protect this uh, city. That I'm kind of confused. What's his tie with Harlem? Because he's lived there with uh, Pop for a couple of months, mm-hmm. but he's originally from Georgia. Right. So it uh, that was a little bit – it felt like he was trying to be like this hometown is, hero. Is of, like, he from Georgia? I thought he was. They were running guns in Georgia, and then they all came up there? Uh, no, they weren't running guns in Georgia. Oh, he wasn't part of that. That's he wasn't part enough. of that. Uh, I got the flashbacks confused. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So it seemed like he had like this, yeah, this is my town, but he's from Georgia. He wasn't raised in Harlem, uh, but maybe he made these connections and he saw a wrong that was being performed and he was trying to. Yeah, that's a good point that I didn't even think about. He was trying to fix that. That was something that I was kind of like, wow, it seems like they're playing this angle of him being the hometown hero, but he's not from this hometown. Yeah. Here's the other thing I really liked about the show, and I can yeah. see it on your cons list over there, so Great. I know you didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was crazy shocking and a crazy good move to yeah. kill off the villain six episodes in. Yeah. I was like, what? 
Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. You just killed this guy. And the way they did it was even more shocking. Yes. Like, no good. Another bad guy killed him. Mm-hmm. And one that you didn't expect this to happen. And uh-huh. it was it was very well done. It was his moral compass that is has been this, uh, like, saying, no, you can't do this, Cornell. Uh, it was Mariah, who was trying to be the voice of reason this entire time, who snaps and kills him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yes, and I think it normally would have been, but I thought Diamondback was a bad villain. I didn't I, like Diamondback as much as Cornell. I definitely agree with that, though. That yeah. is true. I because thought he, Di- Diamondback was boring. Yeah, like, he switched into the, the usual character. hokey villain. Like, yeah. and I know there was more personal stakes with it, but it it was a hokey performance. Yeah. Uh, where Cornell was like. He, he had he was such, dynamic. He was so dynamic, and he was like charming and scary at the same time. Uh, and so I loved Cornell much more than um, than Diamondback. So yeah, that yeah. wasn't my con. My pro, however, is boy, is it refreshing that we aren't watching another white male uh, superhero. It's there is another introduction of culture. Uh, and like we got that with Jessica Jones as well. Finally, mm-hmm. a female that we got to see kick ass, and she's not the typical female. Uh, she has she is broken. She has a broken past, and we get to watch that. Uh, but we get to watch Luke Cage instead of white on white on white. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a fresh that's a fresh take, and I'm very excited that that has been introduced. And it will only further be introduced with Black Panther coming out, uh, Captain Marvel coming out. We're we're exploring more diversity, which is much needed and appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is my pro, and uh, yeah, my con is the villain switch. I think it's okay to switch up the villain, but I hate I hated Diamondback in comparison to Cottonmouth. Uh, my con was just that it was uh, really slow. Okay, yeah. I, I I found myself getting bored quite a bit, which, uh, you know, if, if anyone's listened to my podcast, you know that I feel that way about a lot of the Netflix shows. I think they're great in concept. They're freeing to the artists quite a bit, but they tend to pace themselves so slowly, and this really fell victim to that so okay. much more. Well, we, we said the way that we watched it was like incrementally different because mm-hmm. I watch it over four days and you watch it over two days. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder like, because I didn't feel that, that slow pace that you were, were mentioning. I, uh, I, I felt like, I felt like each scene was too long. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's not like the, <laughs> the series was too long. Like it, you want to take, uh, so Jessica Jones, which I, of all the Marvel series, I liked the best. Yeah. I really, really liked Jessica Jones. That one I even felt was a little slow, slowly paced. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Jones should have been 10 episodes. Luke Cage should have been 10 episodes. Each season of Daredevil probably should have been eight. Okay. Like, these these are moving really slowly. And they're, they're stretching just stretching out. every moment too long. Yeah, they were given 13 episodes, so they're trying to fill 13 episodes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, I didn't feel that, but I do, yeah, I do see that. Uh, but that's probably, yeah, that's a criticism with, because comic books, what they're trying to do is ask what if constantly, and then maybe some of those what if questions aren't necessary. Uh, and so they, we, yeah, they could probably trim the fat. I don't feel that when I'm watching Luke Cage in particular, uh, because I like the dynamic of music and cinematography. The music in Luke Cage is great. I love Mm -hmm. the music so much. Uh, and I think it will, I think it was, oh, I can't decide if I like that they introduced Method Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or not, mm-hmm. uh, but 
uh, yeah, it just it felt gimmicky and like uh, here's a uh, I don't know somebody that they wanted a big name that they wanted to use to sell the the story, but they didn't have to sell the story. Um, there were a lot of comic booky lines where I was like, oh, yep, it, there were absolutely th- way more than they needed. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> I thought they overdid it with the swear jar. They kind of like. I liked that. I liked the swear jar. I just didn't appreciate that it was part of his dying words. Uh, oh, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, so he was dying, and then, uh, I don't know, Luke Cage said, damn it, because you would say something like that when the sh- shop got shot up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, in his dying breath, like, before he dies and says, like, forward, not backwards, he's like, swear jar. And, I'll, bet, uh, I'll bet I rolled my eyes on <laughs> Uh, and then there was even more, like, that's fine as a little bit, but, like, they were kind of hitting it too hard. It was like, enough yeah. with the swear jar. We get it. He has a moral compass. Um, but don't, don't not let me say this. Uh, I know we're in the low in time. Don't not let me say this. Uh, you're okay. You're okay. Say this. <laughs> um, the characters were great in this show. Uh-huh. They had real, with the exception of Diamondback. They were all grounded. All of the characters were really rounded mm-hmm. and interesting and real. Yep. Um, even in this comic book world, and I really appreciate it. Even the that. obscure there, character there, Squabbles. Uh, Squabbles. Squabbles was like his right-hand that? man. It was his right-hand man in prison. So, like, it I was uh, it. it was the guy that was kind of like, yeah, Luke was like, I don't want to make friends. And Squabbles was like, you're going to eventually have to make friends. And, like, his therapist, who he fell in love with, Reva, uh, mm-hmm. was, and they were both like, you're going to have to make friends. And Squabbles was the eventual friend and uh, uh, was a casualty in prison. Uh, they didn't show that, but he he got killed. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that was our purge. Uh, Excellent. That was our binge then purge. We watched all of Luke Cage. We wanted to keep this uh, uh, short. <laughs> it took me a, a beat to say short. Um, but yeah, let's plug our plug our shiz real quick. Uh, Chris, what 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 sh- you already told us about your show? You do weekly episodes, correct? Weekly episodes that come out every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Purge, it's uh, thepurgepodcast dot com. Where can Wait, we find it? Yes, thepurgepodcast dot com. Great. Are you um, on Stitcher? I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't handle that stuff. That's Curtis. Curtis, Curtis. Curtis does all that for us, and he's great at it. He is great at it. So yeah, at least go to thepurge.com. Um, and then we have a, we have some shows in L.A. If yes, you're in L.A. Do. at the UCB Sunset Inner Sanctum. Yep, we have our improv show. Uh-huh. Our team uh, or our show is called Family Home Evening with the Mormons. It's us as the Mormons along with Jake Sprague. We do that once a month, the first Sunday of every month. Please come out and uh, laugh with us. Uh, and I think that's it. Thanks Great. so much, Chris. Yep. This was Thank a fun you. episode. Awesome. Bye. Bye.